Hello and welcome to the Phil Swallow podcast on Wednesday the 1st of June 2022, episode 118 entitled Platinum Jubilee and for those who don't know it is Queen Elizabeth's 70th it is the anniversary of 70 years since Queen Elizabeth came to the throne and it's something that doesn't happen very often I mean generally I think anywhere in the world so there's various events going on and we we're hoping the weather's going to hold but it's a bit of a mixed bag uh, I'll, I'll talk about that as I get through the, uh, the the rough agenda for the show following the last one I hope uh, I hope people manage to find me on my podcast um, so yeah just search Phil Swallow podcast and you'll you'll get here where wherever you got here today you'll get here also if you do a search and then pick whatever your preferred podcast host is. So let's go to something that caused me to do a slightly different video than I normally would do. It was a little bit of a rant. Friday was the big day of the installation of my Shell Recharge, well it's actually made by New Motion uh, Charger for the car. And the guy came along I had on time, perfectly on time. They they use an install company called SMS Installations, and he was great, really good guy. You know, established a rapport with him. A um, couple of cups of tea always helps, but he did a brilliant job. And and actually, there's a lot of electrics that they had to do involving the main power supply to the house. You know, for some reason, there wasn't a switch for it, an on-off switch. There used to be, and then they took it out when they did the smart chargers, smart meters my apologies and then it for some reason wasn't needed they put it in there's also a separate kind of um isolator and wiring for the actual charger itself so it it really does look quite different from what was there before to what's there now and i don't pretend to know the the real detail i, I don't need to know uh but he put the charger in it's a big chunky charger i think it's the sort of charger you would see in the street, basically. Um, you know, it's a kind of... I believe it's more of a commercial charger than a domestic one. And that will be the reason why I talk about why I needed to do a rant. So I did a, a YouTube video because I thought people need to hear this. Now, my understanding of any of these home chargers has been since I first started looking into it, which is a long time ago now, that they all generally but no I thought they all have the ability to determine and schedule a time when you're going to do your charge for example I have a electricity tariff that's got a cheap rate from and it's quite a difference it's about a third of the normal rate kilowatt hour rate between 12:30 a.m and 4:30 a.m and we normally just put the dishwasher on at that time. There's a kind of delay button thing on there. You know the score. I think you have more washing machines and probably other appliances that uh, that can work in that way. And so I, I mentioned this briefly to him and he said, oh, I think it's, it's in the advanced menu somewhere. So there's an app that goes with it. But to be honest, I didn't expect him to know it wasn't his job. He's an electrical installer of an electrical appliance. And then you have a relationship with the the company who kind of sponsoring it and own it sort of thing. A new motion is the name of the product on the product, but Shell Recharge, as in Shell Oil Corporation, massive, uh, they bought them out a few months back. 
and they're doing rebranding and all that malarkey. And so I'd look round on screen on the login and I had a look on the app and I couldn't see anything. And then I started to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Still couldn't see anything. I thought, well, this is really strange because if I got a Podpoint or Wallbox or Omi or any of the other ones, uh, that would have been a standard given. In fact, some of them, I think they're really intelligent. They can link in somehow to your network and your smart meter and whatever, or you just put in your tariff details. It may not be quite as clever as that, but there's a, there's a way that you can almost just forget about it. You plug your car in and when it's ready to go, it'll just charge at the cheap rate. And I love that idea. And generally being uh, a plug-in hybrid car that I have, it's pretty much always going to charge within that window. Um, you know, it, if you've got a full-sized electrical vehicle and the charges. Yeah, you might might need to go outside of that tariff, but you you know four hours of charging at the power throughput that that has is going to get you a lot of charge. Anyway, couldn't find anything. Now earlier on in the day, I had a bit of a confusion about something to do with the admin and the setting up. They give you this uh, kind of card, no, credit plastic card thing that you use. You can use it to secure your charger, so you you have to tap on it to pay. And I didn't bother with that, but it's again this is why I think it's more of a commercial model. And I, I'd phoned them earlier. And actually, when I phoned them back in the afternoon after the installation and with my query, I thought, that voice sounds familiar. And it was actually the woman she remembered. She'd speak, spoken with me earlier on in the day. I said, look, how do I set this up to charge at 12.30? So I want to plug it in. And then at 12.30 every night, it just clicks in. I get my cheapest electricity that I can to charge my car everyone wins. She said, I'm not sure that it can. I paused. I said, excuse me. She said, I'm not sure that it's a feature. I mean, it's got lots of advanced features, sir. Well, it's called the advanced model. Um, it appears that most of this is to do with being able to bill different people to get VAT invoices, loads of other nonsense that's not advanced for a home user. It's just rubbish. Um, I said, can you check that, please? And she said, yeah, I'll go and check it. So she came back to me, she said, mm, we think we're going to deliver that capability later this year, but probably 2023. And I said to her, I am flabbergasted. I am dumbfounded and any other of those words. I said, I cannot believe you're giving me this charger that I waited nine months for. And effectively, it's a dumb charger because it'll charge as soon as I flick the switch. And I'm not really going to stay up till 12.30 every night just to take advantage of it. I said, can I speak to someone in, in a more senior position, please? She said, oh, well, there isn't anyone. I said, right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this out on a video and, social, and I'm going to go on social media with a link to the video and lots of other tweets and rants. And I'm going to email Shell Recharge. I'm not going to let this go because this is ridiculous. Subsequent to that, I found out that the, the, a number of people have picked this up because only now they're starting to do these 9, 10, 11 month delayed installs and particularly for us Volvo owners where Volvo are paying for it so at least there's that I mean it's it's a thousand pound box if you just go to Shell and buy it thank goodness I mean I suppose thanks Volvo so that was just one element but what kind of helped my my case to be right to rant about this is that from the 30th of June the government said all installations of charges and properties after that time must have the ability 
to be able to take advantage of off-peak charging, i.e. my requirement. So I said, how are you going to respond to that? Oh, I don't know. We'll need to look into that. Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, really, if you're going to comply with government regulations, you're going to have to provide this capability, not in 2023, but in a few weeks' time. I mean, it's now the 1st of June, 30 days, and you've got to comply. So I looked on Trustpilot, and under Shell Recharge and London New Motion, there's all mostly one- and two-star reviews. There's the odd person who says, oh, let's be fair to these guys, blah, blah, blah. No, they deserve one- or two-star reviews. And they had replied to them as they replied to me. So they said, oh, can you come Can you come back to or email betterservice at shellrecharge.com or something like that, and we'll get back to you, I'll provide your contact details. So anyway, I did that. They haven't con- contacted me yet, certainly not by phone. They did send an email back saying, basically, we were sorry for giving that information and that indication. It's being worked on as priority, and we plan to have it in by the end of the month well obviously I'm pleased if that's the case there's a training need and a comms need within the company if they're giving out information saying it's probably next year Um, but we'll see you know I've also had a reply to my tweet uh, that I put out just to say oh yes we're looking to get this in fairly soon Uh, it might have been the same person Annalise from Shell Recharge Um. I'm not going to change my reviews. I'm not going to change my tweets. I'm not going to do anything. The only time I might respond, I mean, I suppose I could just take the video down, potentially, but the only time that I'm going to do anything is when I can pull up my smartphone, I can go into an option that says advanced charging or scheduled charging, and I can pick 12.30 the next day, ideally on a recurrence. Don't really want to have to do that every day. I mean, we've not we've not we've we've not gone there in terms of knowing the the nuances of the functionality, um, and having worked in IT, I guess sometimes there's this concept of oh, just get something out there, and then maybe follow it up with a bit more richer functionality after that. So, I, I think if they're going to comply with government regulations, they're going to have to provide the ability to to set that time, that scheduled time, and after that, we'll just see. So. Who knows? Maybe my feedback stirred them into action. Um, I just feel it, it was a huge feature to miss. Um, and, and how, you know, where have these people been? Have they not been reading the room? I mean, it's not like electronic vehicle charging has just happened. And, you know, the marketplace is littered with all these chargers that actually do do what they're meant to do. Anyway, so that was that. That was the fun and games and not very stressful um what was great was that we had in diary for friday night a bat walk over at Causton common and we go off with one of the rangers and we go and we they're giving us these little electronic bat detectors that are brilliant and you tune it into the frequency it was 45 i'm not sure what the kilohertz megahertz i'm not really sue had them had it most of the time all the time um and you hold this device, and basically when they're flying near you, obviously you can hear the signal that they make. I've actually done a little... I've got some footage and clips and photos that I may put a video together of. Who knows? Um, but it was amazing because it gets louder and louder and clearer and clearer, and then they're flying over your head by a few feet almost. But we went we went into the course and common sort of wooded area, then out to a field. They tend to favour trees, and if there's a tree line like on the edge of a field, the, the border of a field, the boundary of a field, 
that's their ideal feeding ground. Loads of insects, loads of food, and they'll just go up and down these things for a couple of hours or whatever and then go back into their home roost area and then perhaps come out again sometimes a bit later on. Um, fascinating. Really, really great. Um, it was cooler than I expected as well. I mean, we did have sleeves on, but they actually said wear warm clothing and the rangers got this quite heavy coat and I thought, well, I mean, we had a nice warm sunny day here. Um, but the weather's been a bit naff anyway lately. So, But yes, if you ever get the chance of going on an organised bat walk, I would recommend taking it up because it was a really fun evening. It's only about hour and 20 minutes, something like that. Because the advantage of going, obviously, this well, this time of year is their key season, um, but you've got enough twilight. The twilight hangs on enough for you to be able to see what you're looking for. And then it does start to get dark so that, you know, you you then just hear them on the detector, but you might be lucky to see it. So it was well-timed. It was well-scheduled, well-planned. I think they've run quite a few, few of these over the, the years, um, but it's fascinating, really fascinating. And they actually saw when we when we assembled, we were looking up in the eaves of a house just opposite the ranger's station. And um, they said that I think the previous night he'd stood and watched them come out of this roost area where they've got in the house and he counted 50 coming out. So there was obviously at least 50 there. And it's fascinating seeing them all just ping out from between the tiles or whatever and the soffits on the house. So that was really, really good. Um, on the video front, so I put my pearly heritage walk video live. So I'd recorded it the previous Sunday and, um, amazingly it the processing on the YouTube side was really rapid it almost caught me out I, I put it up there Saturday night and it was done later that evening so that's um, that's up on YouTube and I f what I've not done this time is put a sharing note on my own personal Facebook I shared it with Pearly Panel who actually put the route together and they were really appreciative of what I did which was nice and I'm just really, and you have to battle with yourself a bit here because I want to get people to look at the video, but with very little promotion of it, um, other than what they've done. And they've got about 350 people on their Facebook page. Um, I'm just, I'm trusting the algorithm as you, as you do with these things. So that was really cool. Uh, and it's going quite well. So that's, um, that's what you want to do. You want to see some progress that within the YouTube world, your videos being picked up and shared. Also doing some editing on Eastbourne. Basically, I've got all sorts of editing on the go at the moment because I've now got this highly capable Mac Studio machine. Um, the Eastbourne one I'm setting to music and I'm doing some little different editing techniques. It, it, it's a bit of a out of your comfort zone slash learning some new tricks video. It's only going to be about mm, under three minutes or the length of a track. I like the track. It gives me a lot of beat opportunities to make changes to the footage and the clips. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I, Depending on what I'm going to talk about next and my time, um, maybe I'll get it done and dusted by this weekend, but we shall see. So yeah, the, but the Mac Studio has been great. Uh, really good. It's um, it's probably done all its necessary indexing now. There's I've, I use Backblaze to do my backups, cloud backups, and that takes a while. It's always done only in the background. They don't sort of impinge on your processing of anything. And I think when I last looked, it's got 90,000 files to go. And yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how long that takes. But um, I've got other backups in place anyway. They've all been firing away perfectly. So 
The other thing is, um, and the title of the show is Platinum Jubilee, so yeah, Queen Elizabeth, 70 years reign, and this is the start now, really, of the celebration weekend. So they've done, moving what would have been a bank holiday Monday this week, I think, moved it up to tomorrow. Then there's an additional bank holiday on Friday, and then it's the Saturday and Sunday. So there's different events. There's Trooping the Colour tomorrow, which takes place around Buckingham Palace area in the Mall, Horse Guards Parade and all that sort of area, Westminster. Um, then there's some beacons being lit in certain towns. We may go to one that's not too far away from us, about three or four miles away if we can, over at uh, Hayes Common. Uh, then there's a big concert in Buckingham Palace. These are all ticketed events, so you don't, you know, not all of them, but that is. Um, not planning to go there and try and listen or follow it. Um, and then on Sunday they're doing various big lunch events and picnics in the park and we're having a picnic locally on the green here but the weather is kind of reasonably good forecast for tomorrow and Friday when I last looked not so good on Saturday and Sunday when everyone's going to be out doing this picnicking and and the concert's taking place in uh, Buckingham Palace so you know we'll have to see we are always at mercy of the weather probably more so in the UK being a little island um We'll make of it what we will, and hopefully it will be, you know, if it's some passing showers and then they just go, great. But it's one of these where it's kind of, I don't know, 70% chance of rain, so we we may struggle. Um, but tomorrow, with Troop in the Colour, I have I didn't get tickets, I didn't even try to get tickets, more for me, but um, I'm going to go up there tomorrow with... It's mainly a photography thing. Um, I want to capture stock photography, uh I will take a little pocket video camera, my little DJI pocket, and just see what happens, really. Um, but for me, it's going to be more of a photography-type event than video because I, I'm not planning to get to the front of the crowds. I mean, I don't know. If I decide to go there really early and find a spot, who knows? But I, I'm not overly fussed, and it'll be a crush, and it'll be a risk of COVID and stuff. So I'm probably going to play it safe and just capture the general atmosphere of the crowds and people moving around and see what some nice nice shots that kind of depict the event I can find. Um, the advantage of my pocket video camera is it's very light and I can put it on like an extending pole, so almost like a periscope, and I can then control it from my phone. So I've got some options there should I want to take some video of things that I wouldn't be able to see if I'm not at the front against the barrier. So, you know, I've, I kind of be covering the bases a little bit. So that's the plan for tomorrow. And then Sue and I are probably going to go along to Light of the Beacon. Uh, we're planning to go to London again on Friday. And this is really, well, perhaps partly a recap on some of the areas that I will go to tomorrow. But we also want to go over to uh, the sort of West End style, you know, Regent Street, Carnaby Street. is meant to be really impressive with all the Union Jack flags out there. And again, if it's a nice sunny day, it'll be beautiful. Uh, we also may go over to the St Paul's area where they've got these different sort of events and services going on. But again, we're not planning to go in them, but we'll, we'll see. It's just sometimes it's just fun to be up in our capital city. We're, you know, we're only an hour or so away and it's just fun to be up there when there's things going on. Um, the vibe for the Olympics in 2012 was amazing. And, you know, let's hope that this is going to be something akin to that or maybe even better. So... Um, and finally, which I've not even put on my agenda, but um, health tracking. So Sue and I got the Apple Watches. We do a lot of health tracking. And we, Sue had 
had an appointment the other day and we were just talking to the doctor and she recommended getting a blood pressure monitor. Uh, point taken about our age. Thank you, doctor. Now you're doing your job and you're doing a good job. So we bought one of these Omron. We got the Omron M7 Intelli, I think it is, because it's a two-person monitor and it can Bluetooth the results that you capture with your armband blood pressure thing. Uh, it retains it on its app, but also shares it with Apple Health. So you can get a much bigger um, picture of your health. And we've, we've got one of these little finger monitors for oxygen or blood oxygen. So <laughs> they said, oh, don't get obsessed by it. Now, but I like technology. So I wouldn't say we are obsessed, but they recommend doing two BP measures in the morning, two in the afternoon. Um, and obviously following the rules and regs about when best to do it. So, but, it, you know, so far so good, thankfully. But it's really been cool. I mean, it's there's a lot of device for a good price. We got them from Lloyd's Pharmacy online, next day delivery, third off. And that was a genuine third off looking at the prices elsewhere. So, um so it's good to look after your health, good to have an awareness without it being an obsession. And um, so, yeah, we're getting into this this uh, rhythm of, of tracking it now. So that's um, that's cool. Anyway, so really busy, uh, busy few days coming up now, which I'll be able to talk about and really quite looking forward to it. Certainly the next couple of days that are, you know, the weather's forecast to be a bit better. We've got the sunshine out now. Um, Sue and I may pop out later just to go to some local gardens because they've got beautiful rhododendron and azalea displays out there at the moment. So we might just take a little wander around there, take the little pocket video camera, see what we can come up with. Uh, or I might take the GoPro. Haven't decided. Um, but that'd be fun. So anyway, thanks for listening. Um, conscious I talk very fast on these things, but hey-ho. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, and I'll catch up with you next week in episode 119.